So I have a couple of studies that I wanted to run by you and get your opinion on. Okay. Okay. Study number one, whether you're the parent or the kid, when your adult kid moves back home, a study found that there's only a couple of things that you can do to make it work. Otherwise, it's a nightmare. Kill them. Is that one of them? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think a lot of I'm surprised at how many people are moving back home. Like, you know, how many people I know in their 20s who are moving back home? And then how many people I know in their 50s whose kids are moving back home or, mm. you know, older, whatever, however old they are, that their kids are moving back home? You know, it's amazing how that's COVID has made that happen for people. So you got to make it work. So this study found that there's four things you need to do. You've got to set clear expectations from the beginning. Like, I expect you to, you could stay here for a year. And after that, you got to find your own place. Or while you're here, you got to pay rent. Mm. Or I'm not doing your laundry. Like, get that out in the open right away. Like, I don't care what your kid's issue is. Just make sure that you, it's, you're clear with each other. Okay. Um, you The kids should contribute to the household. That's the second thing. Whether it's doing the gardening or, mm. you know, if you have a farm, like doing stuff out in the farm, like whatever it is you, you need sheep. the kid to do. Yeah. Herding sheep. Yeah. Mm. The kids should contribute. Set a timeline. Like be really clear about, yeah, you can move back home for eight months, you know, or for a year or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then finally, it's really important if you're the kid moving back home act like an adult, which is really hard to do. Cause I got to tell you, like, even now, if I get sick and I go to my parents' house, I'm laying on the couch. I'm like, can you get me this? Can you? All of a sudden I'm 10. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I can't reach the remote and can you rub my tummy and can you make me tea? And I'm suddenly like 10 again. So if I move back with my parents, I would regress. Like there's no way I'd be able to, act like an adult. I'm barely an adult living on my own. If I had my parents around right now doing everything for me, yeah, no way. Am I being an adult? No, I have the FBI on speed dial to see if they can put <laughs> me in witness protection once my kids move out. <laughs> I'm going to be John Smith living in Utah. Uh, you're not going to be able to find me. I'm going to be gone. You're not moving back home. No, I have blueprints of building a new studio whichever bedroom gets emptied first. But it's never going to happen. I mean, I can wish all day long. Right. It's it's they're going to be here the rest of their life. It's just that's why you no. You got to set a timeline. That's yeah, why it's that's not going to happen. I've said from the from the time they were born, <laughs> the minute they blow out the eighteenth candle on the cake, <laughs> they're gone. It's like go. Didn't happen. Yes, suitcases at the door already. Not going to happen. Yeah. No, it's it's there's no way. I, I have to evict them. I have to take them to court <laughs> to get them out of my house. It's kind of like, you know, when you have somebody staying in your apartment and you can't get them to leave. Yeah. It's squatters r- rules. And that's what uh, they're claiming now. Right. They're squatters. They're not, even, they're not even kids anymore. They're squatters. They're like, I'm sorry, we've been here too long. You're going to have to let us stay. A new study finds that people do not want to have sex with drivers who speed or drive in any unsafe way. Okay, why? Um, because it's sexy to be the person that you're with feels like you're taking care of them if you're driving if you're driving safely and driving like you know at or around the speed limit like you're not speeding, they feel like you care about them and you're taking care of them. It's a way to show somebody that you're with that, you know, you care. But 
you might have a sliver of a chance because the other thing the study found was that people who take really good care of their cars, mm-hmm. they are seen as being sexy. So if you could take care of a car, you could probably take care of me, possibly a kid or two. My car is always clean. My car never gets dirty. So I got a leg right. up there, but I drive like crap. And I know I do. Yeah. Because nobody around me can drive. So I have to yell at everybody. <laughs> you have no patience behind the wheel. No, I can't because they're, they're no, because people are <laughs> stupid. <laughs> You're the embodiment of road rage. Like they came up with the term road rage. Somebody watched you and was like, oh, we're going to call that road rage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and the picture, like if you go to road rage anywhere, like on Google, your picture comes up immediately. Like you are the father of road rage. My finger just never stays down. (laughs) (laughs) I have actually rolled both windows down in my car and held two fingers out at the same time driving down the road for both people on right and the left. So, yeah, no, that's road rage. I can't stand anybody on the road. And finally, study three, if you have a family game night, people are doing this. This is like a thing now. I didn't think anybody really did this, but um, I actually have a couple of friends I asked about this. They do family game night just because it's old school. It's fun. And if they have really young kids, the kids like to play like shoots and ladders or Candyland or, you know, the old school like kid game. So families actually still do this. According to a new study, you're good. Have family game night. But whatever you do. Do not play Monopoly. That is the number one game that starts the most fights in a family. Mm -hmm. Typically, somebody quits because they're losing. That's 46% of people. Uh, 44% of people accuse somebody else in their family of cheating. And another 44% say that at least two people, two family members, at least two, sometimes more, get into an argument while they're playing Monopoly. You, you're so cute. You think that, that families actually get together and play games. That doesn't happen anymore. That, Let that, me tell you something. No, but that's what I said. But they actually interviewed 4,000 families, 4,000 families who get together for game night. So it's I'm telling you, it's a thing. There are people that do do game night. It sounds weird, but it, hap- it happens, and when it does, Monopoly is the family breaker-upper. It was South Dakota families with no Wi-Fi. That's exactly <laughs> what it was. And they, they went to the Amish people and said, what, what, what game? Is it Sorry or is it Monopoly that, that breaks the family up? Well, Ezekiel likes to play Monopoly. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, real families... Don't talk to each other, A, and B, they definitely don't play games together. I don't know about that. I mean, they, like I said, they found 4,000 families for this study. Yeah. You know, your family doesn't like each other. I think a lot of people got so bored during COVID that they started doing old school. Look, pe- people are baking bread. I have a friend that started making butter, like churning his own butter. I made fun of him for it, but he's actually, it's delicious. He's not making, <laughs> but he's not making butter with his 15-year-old. The 15-year-old, if Monopoly, if there's no killing of zombies in Monopoly, they're not playing. I'm just telling you, I'm listen, I'm here to report the news. Those are those are the three most current studies that are going on in the world of family, and I just thought you should know. 